Good afternoon, everyone. Oh wow! See, you all know the drill. I'm gonna try. To, you know, it's my, it's my, it's my impersonation of President Preckwinkle. Good afternoon, everyone. I feel so much better. I'd be, I'd be disappointing her if I did not. Um, thank you all so much for being here. We don't take not one person for granted. Although I do see a table over there with like one person at it. Did you lose your friends or what happened? Wow, there's some people on the wait list that probably aren't real happy right now. Um, thank you, Commissioner, for making this the biggest um, sellout of the year, I think. And um, it's so important that it's less important about a sellout crowd, but it's more important that you all are here to have the conversation. I bumped into someone and I said, please don't let me stop your conversation because that's why we're here. That's what City Club is. So before I move further, the first thing that I'd like to do is I want to stop. 120 years ago, you all know the drill. I was not here. Well, I might have been serving coffee, but I, I was here. Um, I want to thank the Maggiano staff. Can we please give them a round of applause? They work so hard, and we stand in their way at every event, right? Um, I'd also like to take a minute and thank our own staff. The City Club staff does a phenomenal... You have no idea. There's like four of them. And they make this happen on the regular. So Dan and the rest of the staff, hats off to you all. Thank you all for the work that you do. And then I'd like to thank each one of you for being here. We don't take your membership or your non-membership, although if Omar were here, he'd be asking how you got to an event like this and not be a member. Uh, you heard that Dan's going to be making some changes next year. Please look for them. We just want to make it right. There are a couple of people who actually had to say, I can't get you a seat. And that's tough to say, but the reality of it is, you're here, you're here for the conversation. And if you're tardy to the party, ask Christian Ivy. He's in here somewhere. I don't know how he even got here. How'd you even get here? Knew some people, right? Not me, because I told him I didn't have a seat for him. But please make sure that you understand that we're here, as Dan said, to be the most accessible club in the city and to carry the conversation. So... Before I introduce our speaker, I'd like to remind you all, because I always forget this, that there are questionnaires on the question forms on the tables. If you have questions, please make sure you get them up. I cannot promise you that the commissioner will get to them, but she will try. Commissioner Jamie Ree is a leader in the aviation community, managing one of the world's largest airport systems. Over the course of 29 years with the city of Chicago, Commissioner Ree has dedicated her career to the betterment of Chicago as a whole. She's an amazing civil servant, honest, hardworking, fair, a great mom, and doggone it, does anybody not love Jamie? <laughs> She is literally the nicest. I have to tell this story about Jamie. Somebody left their, a friend of mine left their iPad somewhere in the airport. I have no idea how even, and, and I literally called her. I was like, well, let me see if I, within like 20 minutes, she had somebody that had located the iPad. Now I know I wouldn't abuse that privilege very often, but, and it was a Saturday. That's just how cool Commissioner Ree is. So, um, Commissioner, we thank you for being here. We thank you for making this the place that you come to share new information. Uh, we thank the entire city of Chicago, uh, all of the mayor's people. Um, but thank you so much. Without further ado, can we have a round of applause for Commissioner Jamie?
there's a step over here. Oh, your water's under here. Oh, thank you okay. so much. Thank you. Oh. Good afternoon, everyone. Um, thank you so much, Dan and Jackie. You know, this is the coolest spot in town, and I'm telling you, the power that's in this room right now, it is just emanating. When I was coming through the door, I could feel the power coming out. Um, City Club has long, I, I can't believe it's that old, and I, I actually joke all the time about, and I don't mean to make fun of Terminal 2, but it's 60 years old, and when you're my age, that doesn't seem old for a terminal, but it's old. And City Club, a hundred and some odd years, incredible work. So just hats off to you and the entire crew for being such a forum where we can come and share all the progress and all the things that we're working on and update the City of Chicago on such critical um, projects and programs that we have. So City Club, thank you so much. Dan and Jackie for your leadership. Incredible. Thank you. And thank you also for giving me the opportunity to update you on what's happening at O'Hare and Midway International Airports. On behalf of Mayor Johnson and the entire aviation community, thank you so much for being here today. The Chicago Department of Aviation, or the CDA, is a group of 1,600 city employees coming from all 77 neighborhoods across this great city. And it's such an honor and a privilege to represent them here today. At the CDA, we are shaping the future of global travel through lasting and mutual beneficial relationships with our valued partners, especially our airline partners, as we continue to make vital improvements to air service, accessibility, infrastructure, sustainability, and passenger amenities, all while working to develop the aviation workforce of tomorrow. And we do this with one top priority in mind, and that's the safety of our passengers who arrive, depart, and connect through our airports. The iconic Chicago architect Daniel Burnham once said, make no little plans over a century ago. And that's almost a cliche in Chicago at this point, but many don't recall what he actually said next. Make big plans, aim high in hope, and work. Chicago has a long, long history of aviation commissioners, not to mention any names, John, um, but who have taken Burnham's message to heart and have made it our mantra. Now in 2023, it's really been a truly significant year for our airports, and I'm eager to share details about the progress that we have made. So thank you again for supporting our airports, both as travelers and as voices in the civic community. But before we get any further, I want to take a moment to thank those who keep our airports running each and every day. As Helen Keller said, alone we can do little, and together we can do so much. So I'd like to thank our leadership team for their immense dedication and expertise, starting with Rob Hoxie. Rob, if you could just raise your hand. I'm going to embarrass you for a minute. Our chief development officer... This man literally works eight days a week and oversees design, construction, and environmental teams at both airports, and he's actually an architect and an engineer, so watch out arguing with him. He's double trouble that way. Amber Ritter, our chief commercial officer, who is laser-focused on growing airport revenue and finding new and novel ways to decrease costs for our valued airline partners while also directly overseeing our concessions programs at both airports. David Winters 
Our Chief Legal and Accountability Officer, a brilliant attorney that I've had the pleasure of working with for many years, which has a wealth of experience in Chicago government. He oversees our legal staff and is dedicated to our accountability. And accountability is very simply put to us. It's doing what you're supposed to do, when you're supposed to do it, to the standard that you're supposed to do it. Tracy Payne, our Chief Administrative Officer, who oversees the complex human resource apparatus of one of the city's biggest and most dynamic departments, as well as our workforce development efforts and our finance and intergovernmental affairs teams. Rob Diaz is our Chief Operations Officer, who manages the complex day-to-day operation challenges faced by O'Hare with the dedication of a Marine, because he is a Marine reservist, and we salute him for his continued service. Elizabeth Granados Perez, our Managing Deputy Commissioner at Midway, who led the Southside Airport with poise and determination through COVID-19 and the final phases of our Midway Modernization Program. And I'd like to introduce our newest member of our team, Dwayne Hayden. He's a veteran and he's seasoned airport administrator now overseeing operations, landside, and vehicle services at Midway Airport. And lastly, but certainly not least, is the man tasked with making sure that our passengers and workers are safe every day. That would be Acting Managing Deputy Commissioner of Safety, Bob Lopez. Give them a round of applause. I would especially at this point like to thank Mayor Johnson and his entire team for working to advance a vision for sustainable, thriving communities, And I'd especially like to thank our federal and Illinois delegation for their continued support. A special shout out to Chairman O'Shea, who's here today with us. Thank you. And our Vice Chair Curtis for their continued support. And along with many of the great commissioners at City Hall, some of whom are here today, and many of whom I've had the pleasure of working with for decades, we are very excited about moving forward together. And working together, we focus on Mayor Johnson's call for a whole-of-government approach to capitalizing on Chicago's potential and recognizing its importance on the global stage. One quick note there. I hate when I mention people because I always miss somebody. So I see Alderman Thomas. I see Alderman Schulter. Are there other aldermen or elected officials? that? Oh, Senator Culleton. Is there anybody else? If you would just stand and be recognized for all of your support that you've done for so many years. Thank you. So today I'm going to highlight accomplishments that we've made since the last time I was here. As Dan noted, I think it is five or six times, Dan. Um, And each time, um, hopefully, we come in with some new and exciting information that you didn't know before. But as always, if there's something else you want to talk about, you feel free to reach out to our staff. Our Our doors are always open. But today I'm going to include a little update on air service, cargo, airport accomplishments, sustainability, concessions, and workforce. And I'll close by touching on our capital plan and what's next for our airports. Chicago is unique in that we like things in two. We have two major league baseball teams, two major daily newspapers, and of course, two international airports. The variety of services offered at both airports keeps us competitive, inclusive, and welcoming to all travelers. And the presence of more airlines at O'Hare, like the addition of Southwest Airlines, along with the extensive list of affordable options at Midway, allows us to serve a wide range of customers. As a result, while Chicago may be known as the second city, we continue to be first in the country with air service, with O'Hare again named the most connected airport in the U.S. by Official Aviation Guide's 2023 Index. 
And we're so pleased to see an upward trend in both destinations and passenger activity. Through September, more than 16.6 million passengers have traveled through Midway, which is 7% higher than pre-pandemic figures from 2019. Our city central location on this continent, combined with Chicago's position as a major market for business and leisure travel, have helped propel Midway past pre-pandemic levels throughout the year. Chicago is one of only six cities in the world with service to all six inhabited regions of the globe. And O'Hara served 55.2 million travelers through the first three quarters of this year, which is 87% of 2019 levels. This is largely due to the slow return of certain segments like domestic business, leisure tra- uh, tra- travel, and key international markets like mainland China, with a full recovery still in sight as soon as next year. O'Hare currently offers that service to 219 destinations on 46 airlines, and Midway offers service to 85 destinations on seven airlines. In total, Chicago serves more than a quarter of a million of passengers every single day. And I'm always excited to discuss new direct service at our airports. So let's see some of these destinations, these new ones that our passengers are going to. So on the, on the domestic side, Midway, Allegiant Air, launched service from Midway to Provo, Utah in June. And Southwest also started a new route to the Rockies with nonstop service to Boise, Idaho. At O'Hare, American Airlines has added four new routes, including Missoula, Montana, and Columbia, South Carolina. But the big story this year from our air service team has been the tremendous recovery in international air traffic and destinations. Frontier started three new routes at Midway, including Cancun, just last month. United started two two new routes in May with service to Barcelona, Spain, and Shannon, Ireland. And we have some new airlines at O'Hare including Air Serbia, which launched nonstop service to Belgrade in May, WestJet Airlines with service to Calgary, and Avianca, which returned to O'Hare this week for the first time since 2019 and celebrated its new service to Guatemala City yesterday afternoon. As much as our airline partners have helped air service bounce back post-pandemic, our cargo operations at O'Hare have been a tremendous driver of growth and economic impact over the last several years. In fact, O'Hare has experienced three years of record cargo volumes fueled by increased cargo demand during the pandemic and a surge in e-commerce. In terms of cargo data and rankings, the latest information indicates that Chicago is the number one port in the Americas by value, processing over $300 billion in freight and 2.2 million metric tons of cargo in 2022. And in fact, O'Hare is ranked as the 12th busiest cargo airport in the world and the 6th busiest in the Americas by air cargo tonnage. O'Hare has four airside cargo ramps with about 2 million square feet of space and capacity to handle 40 jumbo freighters at a time. In addition to the 2 million square feet of on-airport landside cargo facilities. And O'Hare's cargo operations support 5,000 jobs. The third and final phase of O'Hare's state-of-the-art Northeast Cargo Campus opened earlier this year, adding a 130,000-square-foot facility. 
And in June, Air France KLM Martin Air Cargo opened a newly renovated cargo warehouse, which increased capacity by 40% and cemented Chicago's status as the carrier's third biggest cargo hub behind their joint headquarters in Paris and in Amsterdam. All of that returning and growth traffic has made O'Hare busy. Very, very busy. You can feel it when you're crossing through the disco tunnel to make that flight in Terminal 1 on a Friday afternoon, or taxiing to Terminal 3 from the northern end of the airfield during Sunday rush hour, or when you're clearing customs on a busy summer day at Terminal 5. We have done a tremendous amount of work over the past couple of years to upgrade our passenger facilities to meet this demand. These time-lapse videos taken in recent weeks at all of our terminals show just how busy O'Hare is. And this is just a snapshot in time at an airport that spans over 7,200 acres and operates 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. So allow me to spend a few moments walking you through the progress that we've made in better accommodating our customers. We kicked off 2023 with the grand reopening of Terminal 5, a stunning, light-filled, accessible terminal with enhanced amenities and museum-quality art. Highlights of the T5 expansion include approximately 350,000 square additional square feet, 10 new gates, a state-of-the-art baggage handling system, which will become operational in 2024, an increased passenger amenity space by 75% with twice the premium lounge space. It is the largest terminal expansion that we have undertaken at O'Hare at Terminal 5 since it was originally constructed in the 1990s. When it opened in 1993, this terminal was built to accommodate 61 million passengers to 30 international destinations. Fast forward to 2019, we were processing 83 million passengers to 73 international destinations. Given that growth, our groundbreaking could not have come at a better time. This $1.3 billion expansion and renovation project has brought the once state-of-art, the state-of-art building back to its original glory. Terminal 5 traffic is being operated at record volume and utilization levels. There is quite literally no room at the T5 Inn between noon and 8 during the summer months. During that time, we just can't add any more flights. In fact, the week of July 30th was the busiest in the history of Terminal 5, and it happened just six months after our reopening. T5 is delivering the highest utilization of any gates at O'Hare, along with incredible new concession options like Bar Siena and Hampton Social, which are opening this month. It's also the new home of Delta Airlines and the Delta Sky Club, which offers 22,000 square feet of premium lounge space equipped with digital tools and personnel to expedite the check-in process and help with travel plans. It also features amazing food and beverage options, meeting spaces, and for the ultimate convenience, direct boarding from inside the club. By relocating services to Terminal 5, Delta is now conveniently located in the same terminal as the airline SkyTeam partners, eliminating the need for the international customers to transfer terminals and re-enter security when flying through the airport. All customers will enjoy more efficient check-in with Terminal 5's updated technology and process improvements. 
The check-in lobby features new kiosks equipped with self-tagging functionality for checked bags, plus a fully self-service bag drop at certain positions for an especially seamless experience. Four times the size of the previous club in Terminal 2, the new Delta Sky Club includes seating for nearly 400 guests. Modern interior design touches in the club, including wrapped columns, signature lighting fixtures, stone countertops, and custom furniture give the space a warm, elevated look and feel. The expanded and renovated areas of Terminal 5 will also be home to an array of new concessions. Last year, the City Council, under the leadership of Chairman O'Shea, approved the largest set of concession agreements at O'Hare in more than a decade, including several local offerings. With these agreements, the CDA will achieve an ACDBE participation rate of 40%, exceeding our own goal of 37%, and way outperforming what the FAA's national goal is, which is 10%. The new concession... These new concessions are expected to open in phases. And as reflected in the Terminal 5 project, the CDA has an ongoing commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion in airport contracting, achieving a participation rate of 37% for certified minority and women-owned and disadvantaged businesses contracting with the project's construction manager at risk. The latest restaurant to announce their arrival at T5 is the Dearborn, a downtown favorite at Clark and Dearborn. The new restaurant expected to open in the first half of 2024 is the Dearborn's first location in an airport, and we are so excited to welcome them. To accommodate the increased capacity, including both domestic and international traffic, a new Terminal 5 parking garage is currently under construction. When completed in 2024, more than 2,300 parking spaces will be offered on site, doubling the capacity of the previous T5 surface lot. Modern features are included in the garage, like parking assist technology and EV charging stations. And curbside drop-off capacity will expand through a double-wide curb lane in the parking garage for additional unloading space. Chicago's airports have long provided a platform for local and global artists to showcase their work to an international audience. As part of the Terminal 5 project, the Department of Cultural Affairs and Special Events and the CDA commissioned the largest single acquisition of works by Chicago artists in three decades. Special thanks to DK's Commissioner Aaron Harkey, who helped us develop this remarkable art program. This $3.5 million project was a unique opportunity to invest in Chicago artists and creatives while providing international visitors with a dynamic and welcoming first impression of our city. Here's a peek at some of the art and the artists to give you a sense of this incredible exhibition. We have arrived at O'Hare International Airport. Welcome to Chicago. DCASE has partnered with the Department of Aviation to commission the city's largest single acquisition of works by Chicago artists in the last 30 years. My name is Gina Valentine. The title of the piece is a murmuration, which is the word for a flock of starlings. I think that this commission is also really exciting because we we love Chicago, even though we're relatively new here. It's been five years, but it feels very much like home. My name is Chris Papan. 
My installation in, in the International Terminal is titled The Meeting Place. For me, the most important thing is accurate representation of Native American people from this place. I'm Leonard Suryajaya. I am from Indonesia originally. I want to present a vision of this city that I dream about. I want the viewer to come to a sense of feeling invited to see Chicago. My name is Maimi Lake. I am from Osaka, Japan. The piece, the title is Shinsekai Yori. In English, it means from the new world. So it's not moving as a viewer walk. It creates a movement. My name is Jonathan Michael Castillo. The project that's being installed at Terminal 5 in the baggage claim is a project I've been working on for some time about immigrant-owned businesses in the city of Chicago. We hope that visitors feel welcomed, feel represented, and feel inspired to explore Chicago's neighborhoods, communities, and culture on their visit. What an inspiring group of creatives. So building from the ground up, we are expanding and improving utilities and service areas to support terminal development. Several infrastructure improvements made over the last few years have laid the foundation for O'Hare's future expansion. For starters, seven pedestrian tunnels beneath the lower level roadway connecting terminals 1, 2, and 3 have been renovated with vibrant new interiors inspired by CDA's commitment to sustainability with wood finishes and curved metal walls and ceiling panels. These tunnels connect millions of visitors to the Blue Line and on to Chicago every year, and they make for a tremendous upgrade when compared to the very dim and dated facilities that they replaced. And we also thank the CTA for working with us in recent months to enhance passenger signage and wayfinding from our core terminals on to the Blue Line. The lower level utility project, or looper, was essential for airport operations at terminals 1, 2, and 3 and supports the passenger arrival areas with dedicated lanes for safety, efficiency, and accessibility. Included in this work was the installation of new terminal water main, additional fire hydrants, and dedicated water lines for fire safety. It also included the reconstruction of sidewalks and the installation of ADA-compliant crosswalks and handrails. At a cost of $23 million, the main parking garage at O'Hare was renovated last fall, extending its useful life by more than a decade and creating a safer and more comfortable parking facility for our customers. While this might not be the sexiest project, it's important revenue-generating asset and that is integral into keeping airport costs low. At the busiest square mile in aviation, we have major accomplishments to celebrate this year. The grand reopening of our central market at Midway. It was the final phase of the $400 million Midway modernization program, and this new marketplace is worth a trip to the airport all on its own. Last month, Mayor Johnson joined us to celebrate the grand reopening. And many of the diverse concessionaires that we were celebrating with were waiting years and were behind schedule through no fault of their own. They had hoped to spend the summer of 2020 building out their new restaurants and shops and getting staffed up and opening themselves up for business in time for the holiday season. 
but COVID had different plans. And when Mayor Johnson came into office, he quickly understood the impact that delay on our that the, that the delay was causing on our airport concessionaires, especially our small, diverse ones. Working with the City Council and Chairman O'Shea, Mayor Johnson and his team provided expansive relief to airport concessionaires, allowing them to complete their build-outs, open for business, and create hundreds of new jobs. We thank the Mayor for recognizing the important role that these diverse businesses play in Chicago's economy. And we're very proud to share that Midway's concession program has achieved one of the highest reported ACDBE percentages in the country, 56%, a statistic... A statistic that demonstrates our commitment to growing a diverse team of business owners at our airports. So if you haven't traveled out of Midway recently, I encourage you to book a trip. It's hard to overstate just how different this concession space looks and feels. It's the centerpiece of a $75 million investment in our airport's concessions, our southwest side community, and local businesses. It's also an investment in our customers, giving passengers a wonderful range of options that provide a taste of Chicago. The revamped Central Market, located at the intersection of concourses A and B, is home to a mix of new and existing brands with diverse ownership. The food and beverage locations include local favorites like Connie's Pizza, America's Dog and Burger, and Riley's Daughter. And as you can see, the lighter, brighter feel allows passengers to relax, dine, and shop in a comfortable space. I thank our mayor, Midway Partnership, and my Midway concession and, leader, and Midway leadership teams, and everyone that was involved in turning this vision into a reality. In other Midway news, we are excited to announce that the airport will offer a passenger lounge in 2024, the first in Midway's 95-year history open to all travelers. Located at the intersection of Concourses A and B, the Club Midway will provide complimentary food and beverage service to patrons in an inviting, relaxing environment. The Club Midway will be accessible through the Priority Pass Airport Lounge Membership Program, and a day pass can also be purchased by any Midway passenger with a boarding pass for $50. Construction on the Club will begin early next year for a fall 2024 opening. Now, it might surprise you to find out how much we've expanded Midway Airport with actually without increasing its footprint. Our diverse team of employees and contractors developed creative solutions to enhance passenger flow through innovative reconfigurations of the existing space, which now includes a new security pavilion, a streamlined single checkpoint area, a new inline baggage handling system for carry-on items, improvements to our customs arrival corridor, and parking structure improvements that offer electric vehicle charging stations, upgraded elevators, and other accessible features. The security checkpoint expansion, which was completed in 2020, expanded the existing passenger bridge over Cicero Avenue, making it eight times wider than it was before. The results speak for themselves. Passenger throughput rates doubled from 2,500 per hour to 5,000, and we still have room for future expansion. The modernization program also included a complete renovation of existing interior spaces and expansion of the mezzanine in the landside terminal building, the removal and replacement of existing escalators, 
and new wayfinding signage, energy-efficient lighting, and large open spaces filled with natural light. All of this work was performed without disrupting airport operations or vehicular traffic on Cicero Avenue, which remained open throughout the entire construction. It was a very tremendous achievement. I'll briefly note that CDA, we prioritize sustainability in our planning and development and operations. We have long been a leader in implementing industry-leading sustainable initiatives at our airport. The Sustainable Airport Manual is one of the nation's first sustainability manuals with a rating system for airport projects. It was developed by the CDA in 2003 and has been used on more than 260 projects at Midway and O'Hare. We were also one of the first airport systems to implement a green concessions policy that requires concessionaires to minimize waste and enact eco-friendly procedures. O'Hare also features 17 buildings with green roofs, totaling 12 acres. And since 2013, we've had a flock of sheep and goats on the North Airfield to maintain the hilly parts of our property. Hardest working employees we've got. And finally, our on-airport apiary, which is operated in partnership with North Lawndale Employment Network and DFSS Commissioner Brandi Kanazi's team. The unique partnership employs returning citizens, creating O'Hare-made honey products that are sold at concession locations at both airports under the brand name of Bee Love. Now, speaking of concessions, many of you know the O'Hare concession contracts have been in place for about three decades. And when we say modernize our amenities, concessions are crucial to that work. And our progress at Midway shows what a difference modern concessions can make for the passenger experience. At O'Hare, we're striving to provide sought-after and unique amenities for travelers. And to do this, we keep our ACDBE numbers strong. We need to prepare our local businesses to be ready for these upcoming contracts. And last month, we hosted one of the largest outreach events of the year, the O'Hare Airport Concessions Symposium. More than 550 people attended this very unique forum, which brought together business leaders from the airport concessions community, small business owners from across this great city, and airport professionals to foster a fresh connections between O'Hare and the local brands that make this city great. Two of my fantastic colleagues at City Hall joined us, BACP Commissioner Ken Meyer. You're here, Ken? There you go. Yeah, there you go. And the Chief Procurement Officer, Eileen Velasquez. Also joining us was Sam Toya from the Restaurant Association to make sure that we are including everyone. Amazing. From the mayor on down. All of us truly believe that our concessions offer opportunities to build generational wealth and provide fantastic employment opportunities that lead to lifelong careers. They're a chance to showcase the culture, the diversity, and the hospitality of Chicago. And they can provide a place to showcase the city's iconic cuisine, from deep dish pizza to gourmet hot dogs to the finest dishes from Michelin star chefs. The symposium was a unique opportunity for local small businesses to make their pitch to some of the biggest concession operators in the country, 
And as we look ahead towards releasing the new concessions bid package for the core terminals at O'Hare, we are very pleased to announce that if you missed that first one, don't worry, we have another date scheduled now. So we're happy to announce that our second symposium will be planned for February 15th, 2024. So please save the date. This event will take place in advance of a large RFP release for O'Hare, and we'll focus this one symposium on financial and funding issues, particularly for small, diverse businesses. Everyone in this room knows someone that could benefit from learning about how to open or expand your business at Chicago's airports and compete for these contracts. So please share this opportunity with them. Mark your calendars, and we hope that we see you there. If you want more information on this or have any other ideas, please let us know. The CDA is focused on ensuring that Chicago's airports are fully accessible to all passengers. And this is accomplished through a multitude of ways, including terminal facilities that comply with the Americans with Disabilities Act and go above and beyond, service animal relief areas, accessible parking spaces, a changing places facility with an accessible washroom and shower for passengers with disabilities, and mental health services for Chicago's unsheltered population. And to increase our customer service operation, we are hiring airport information ambassadors at O'Hare. Now, this is something very near and dear to my heart because it's how I got my start as a city employee nearly 30 years ago. There's the guy that gave me the shot right there, Jack Hartman, deputy over Landside, I remember back in the day. So this is your fault. I credit that job as my start to a lifelong love of airports and my career as a public servant. These frontline customer service staff must speak two languages in addition to English. And thanks in large part to the extensive award-winning marketing campaign that attracted nearly 600 applicants, we're hoping to hire more than a dozen multilingual O'Hare ambassadors in the next several weeks, with more to come at both airports in 2024. Now moving on to my favorite form of community engagement, growing our workforce and connecting with the Chicago's youth. Chicago's airports are more than just gateways to the world. They are symbols of our commitment to service, accessibility, and the betterment of our community. I firmly believe that the success of our airports is absolutely linked to a commitment to public service that is championed by Mayor Johnson. And throughout my career, city career and as commissioner, I have sought to inspire a new generation of Chicagoans to consider a career at Chicago's airports. As Mayor Johnson said on his first day in office, we must all work together to create a Chicago where business, community, faith-based leaders, philanthropy, philanthropy, sorry, faith-based leaders and labor work together to connect every young person to an opportunity to fulfill their potential. And toward that end, The CDA works with several local organizations and agencies, including the City Cook Workforce Partnership, the Chicago Urban League, and Hire 360, to engage with other underrepresented communities by providing a variety of resources and opportunities, including elementary and high school level airport and airfield visits, internship programs for high school and college students, and airport expos and job fairs in partnership with CPS and city colleges. We are constantly looking 
to attract talent by providing multiple opportunities at all levels of experience. But we're not the only ones doing this. These opportunities are also being offered by our partners, local businesses, federal agencies, contractors, and our airlines. Our collective goal is to provide job opportunities to anyone and to everyone, because there is room for everyone at our airports. We're also actively engaged with CPS and other educational institutions and have an energetic team of workforce ambassadors who engage churches, universities, and trade unions to get the word out about career opportunities at our airports through community events like the popular back-to-school bashes hosted by CPS. Most recently, the CDA is working closely with Chancellor Salgado and the team at City Colleges to develop a degree program targeted at encouraging young people to look at airports for their career. As a precursor to that, this summer, City Colleges and the CDA CDA launched a free continuing education course through Olive Harvey College called Aviation Career Prep. This course connects students and mid-career professionals with thousands of employment opportunities at O'Hare and Midway and provides them a foundation to prepare for a career in aviation. More than 175 students have registered for this class since it launched this summer. And we know that this is just the beginning of a tremendous partnership with our colleagues at City Colleges. We also recognize the importance of inspiring children at a very young age. Our award-winning youth activity books are great for giving children at O'Hare and Midway a distraction while waiting for a connecting flight. But we also want your help in getting them into daycare, pre-K, and kindergarten classrooms across Chicago. And for workers of all ages, we have developed an airport employment guide, which will offer a clear pathway to individuals searching for a career at O'Hare and Midway. Whether they're looking to cook for a restaurant or own one, whether they want to be a pilot or a flight attendant or a cargo agent or an airport administrator. These coloring books and employment guides are right out front, so please help yourself. We also have a community outreach vehicle, a mobile interactive learning center for children and adults that travels throughout Chicago. The outreach vehicle is stocked with coloring books and toys for younger kids, flight simulators for older children, and information on internships and summer jobs for high schoolers and beyond. For adults and students about to graduate, the outreach van provides resources like our employment guide, and it offers technical assistance for small businesses, including information about procurement opportunities and guidance on getting certified. All of this work goes back to our public service mission. Each and every Chicagoan is part owner of O'Hare and Midway airports, and the potential for them to benefit from our airports is real and ongoing. And at our airports, our dedication to service runs deep. Each employee understands that their work extends beyond their job descriptions as the first and the last touch point that millions of visitors have to our great city. We are custodians of that reputation and key players in delivering on the promise of our world-class city. While attracting a new generation of employees is critical to the future of Chicago's airports, retaining and celebrating the workers we have is equally important. Thank you. you. 
as airport leaders, it's our job to make sure that every airport employee is heard, that they're valued, and given access to the tools and the resources they need to not only succeed in their job, but to grow professionally. Our community of 50,000 badged employees were the unsung frontline workers during the pandemic. And they continue to put themselves under immense pressure every day to meet the minute-by-minute deadlines required by this industry. They work for airlines. They work for the federal government, concessionaires, contractors, ground handlers, cargo operators, and the list goes on and on. They are all part of our ecosystem, part of our family. And we cannot provide the best-in-class service to our travelers without them. I want to make sure that they view O'Hare and Midway as their airport of choice, where they want to work. And we need to provide services and amenities that support a proper work-life balance for the men and women who make our airports fly. And having two eight-year-olds and a 10-year-old, my husband and I certainly understand work-life balance these days. (laughs) So ahead of this holiday season, I'd like to ask for a round of applause for our great and growing airport family. we also want to make sure that each of our employees understand their responsibility to be representatives of the city. Through our code of conduct, our employees are also aware of their obligation to exemplify Mayor Johnson's commitment to transparent, equitable, and inclusive government by being transparent, equitable, and inclusive in their day-to-day jobs. Particularly, they work with other city departments and state and federal partners so that we truly bring the whole-of-government approach to our mission. The CDA's onboarding process and continuing annual training conveys this standard so that it really becomes second nature to all CDA employees. In partnership with the Office of the Inspector General and the Department of Procurement Services, we've introduced for the first time in in the city the deployment of integrity monitors on the O'Hare 21 program to ensure compliance with all federal, state, and local rules. And we and they monitor everything from safety to diversity to local hiring. Through the work of the integrity monitors, we are able to proactively address issues before they escalate, making the O'Hare 21 program more effective and more efficient. We are also working hard to keep airport costs competitive, and one of the most effective ways to do that is by growing non-aeronautical revenue. That's revenue that comes to the airport through concessions, advertising, rental cars, parking, and the ground rent of our airport property. As you may know, airport operations are not funded by state or local tax dollars. Instead, they are funded mostly by our airport users, and these costs are offset by this revenue that we generate as an airport. Our team is developing new and innovative ways to generate more revenue with lots of ideas on the table for months and years ahead, including a revamp of our outdate concession spaces and the terminal core to modernize what's offered and significant increase in commercial space. New advertising opportunities, including tapping into digital and data frontiers and developing more valuable advertising spaces in our new and renovated terminal facilities. The modernization of our public parking products, which will also result in more convenient and uh, passenger experience. And we're undergoing right now a comprehensive space study of all airport real estate to ensure that we are good stewards of our assets. 
This includes a global evaluation of our commercial and rental space, our airfield land, and our parking offerings. So all that said, what's next? At Midway, we've wrapped up the Midway Modernization Program, and we're incredibly thankful for our construction and our concession and our airline partners and our staff at Midway for an incredible, incredible successful project. And at O'Hare, first, we've got some major developments happening at Terminal 3, including one of our next big groundbreakings. This project was awarded the largest single competitive grant given by the FAA this year, a $50 million commitment from the bipartisan infrastructure law. These upgrades will address aging infrastructure and allow for growth, improve passenger flow, provide additional baggage handling areas, modernize the interior, and enhance passenger circulation. A completely renovated Terminal 3 baggage area will further streamline the passenger experience and provide more spaces for airline support services. The new Terminal 3 will provide more passenger space, new concessions, streamlined checkpoints, and more. And we're excited to break ground on this project with our federal and airline partners early next year. Elsewhere in Terminal 3, we're growing the L Concourse. A three-gate extension project is well underway, and it will provide approximately 11,000 square feet of additional concourse space for concessions and for new gate hold rooms. Two of these three gates will open early next year, with the third gate to open late in 2024. So moving from Terminal 3, let's talk TAP. Here's a layout that you should be familiar to many of you, the Terminal Area Plan, or TAP. We continue to work with our, air, with our airline stakeholders on this airport project moving forward. And we do understand that the next phase of development is unlike any other prior work so far, given that it's taken place in the heart of one of the busiest airfields in the world. O'Hare's airfield would not be what it is without the significant support of Chicago's airports that we receive from the Illinois delegation, including our senators and congressmen, past and present, whose interest and dedication have provided not only fiscal support, but real, ongoing advocacy on matters critical to the airport's future. Our primary focus is finding the right balance between executing this complex construction project while also operating the airport every hour of every day. Substantive conversations continue with our partners focused on phasing, construction, and aircraft operations and movements. We thank them for their investment and their commitment to Chicago. And I think one thing that we can all agree on is that our airport needs to be modernized. And I know that there is great public interest and great interest in this room in how this development will continue to contribute to our region's largest economic engine. It's going to be a tremendous upgrade to the traveling experience for all passengers departing, arriving, or connecting through O'Hare. And we share a commitment to meeting and ultimately exceeding the needs and expectations of all air travelers. Now let me get to some of the enabling work that we've launched this year to move TAP forward. The KL Roadway Project allows vehicle traffic operating within the airfield to pass underneath two new taxiways under construction that will move aircraft between gates and runways. 
This improves airfield safety by reducing the number of vehicles crossing busy taxiways, which enhances efficiency by improving vehicular access to the new gates planned through TAP. The next one is a very important project which seamlessly connects the taxiway network south of terminals 2 and 3 to the taxiways north of runway 10 left, 28 right. The taxiway KLNL road development was built in close coordination with the construction of taxiway B, which sits right on top of this grade-separated road. All of this work occurred over the last eight months and is a huge construction accomplishment, especially given that the site is encircled by busy airport taxiways. And I'm thrilled to announce that Taxiway B will formally open tomorrow, Friday, December 15th. Now this will immediately improve airfield efficiency and de-icing operations uh, just in time for the core of the winter season we all know is coming. Next, I'll also note that Satellite 1 construction requires several existing gates on the sea concourse to be relocated onto temporary gates in order to clear the site. Work began in April to relocate underground utilities, including drainage, fuel lines, and electrical power, away from the future Satellite 1 construction area. Crews also started construction on three new aircraft gates approximately 500 feet west of existing Concourse C. Passenger loading bridges are being installed this winter, and United Airlines will commence operations at the temporary gates in early 2024. All of this work is happening right now on our airfield just west of Concourse C. That's the site you're seeing here, looking down from CDA's operation tower near Terminal 2. But of course, O'Hare is an airport with some construction not a construction site with some airplanes. My goal, our goal collectively, is to have no disruptions for our airline partners and for passengers to not even know that we're under construction. Now, we recognize that these are very lofty goals that we're setting for ourselves, and it further stresses the need to work side by side with our airline partners to develop the plan in a way that minimizes its operational impacts to our carriers. It also will maximize efficiency for our passengers, our partners, and our customers. Working together, we know that this will be an incredible decade for O'Hare. So in closing, it's better to look ahead and prepare than to look back and regret, a famous Olympian said. The Terminal 5 expansion, which was completed during the pandemic and remained operational throughout construction, is now reaping the benefits of modernization. We're prepared to do the same with the terminal area plan, and we look forward to sharing the details about next steps there in the months ahead. I have a great team with me here today, and Mayor Johnson has a great team leading all of us. 2024 is going to be an unprecedented year for our airports and for our city. My partners Lynn Osmond at Choose Chicago and Kara Bachman at the Chicago Sports Commission have so much progress to show for their work in driving business and tourism to our city. 
Business investment continues with 138 pro-Chicago decisions made by local companies through November, creating nearly 20,500 jobs. Hotel revenue is up 6.3% over last year, and hotel occupancy is up 8.3%, with tourism trending towards a full recovery in 2025. And Choose Chicago is on pace to have booked events throughout the city, capturing more than 2 million room nights, exceeding that last year's goal by 300,000 rooms booked. 2024 will be a banner year for trade shows and conventions in our city, with Choose Chicago counting more than 425 so far, one of the highest years on record. And in addition to Hosting the largest Chicago Marathon in history, the James Beard Awards, and the NASCAR Street Race, we have many new and returning conventions. And of course, one of the biggest events of the year, attracting tens of thousands of visitors and tens of millions of eyes on our city, is the 2024 Democratic National Convention. Now, I know that each of you share my love for this great city. And I know that we will all do our part to help showcase Chicago to the world for all of these visitors. You have continuously supported Chicago's airports, as well as the economic health and stability of the entire region. If we are to continue to remain a global hub, we must continue to invest in our airports as a catalyst for the well-being of our residents, businesses, and overall economy. All of us take tremendous pride in safely connecting Chicago to the world, and we do so in close collaboration with our airline partners, our local and federal agencies, contractors, the men and women of organized labor, faith-based leaders, our elected officials, our assist agencies that represent thousands of diverse small businesses in Chicago, and the numerous city departments that we work with each and every day. On behalf of the entire CDA, thank you everyone for giving us this platform to share these updates. Jackie and Dan, thank you so much for having me. Now, it would not be a City Club speech if I didn't give out homework. We've got a room full of travelers here. So if you see something at an airport that you'd like to see at O'Hara Midway, please let us know. If you've heard the old adage, you've seen one airport, you've seen one airport. That's true. We want to make sure that we're capturing and stealing as many of those good ideas as we possibly can. So feel free to, to let us know about them. We love to hear about suggestions and ideas on how to make our airports better. Thank you so much again for having me. And it's been an honor and a privilege to serve. Thank you. Thank you, Commissioner. We love, we love homework at City Club. It, it also wouldn't be... Uh, yeah, thank you. I thought City Club had a busy year. Um, and I also see what you did there. You, you covered absolutely everything, so you didn't have to answer any questions. <laughs> But it is City Club. It is City Club. And uh, we do, I also have a promise to get us out of here on time. So I'm going to have one quick question for you. Uh, from John Barron. Are the sheep union? Ah! <laughs> you have to answer it. Okay, yeah. We are working on uh, getting them organized. Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. There you go. 
So I, I, we have two or three other questions, but you really have sure. covered them. Okay. And and uh, unless there's a, a burning question that, that I haven't re- received from the audience, uh, we are going to get try to get everybody out on, on relatively you. good time. Um, and thank you, Commissioner. Thank, thank you. you to your team and everyone here who's working so hard to keep this city uh, the best city in the world. Thank you, um, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank you to our team here, um, Dot Coyle and Be Her, Amanda Gosti, Emily and Deb. Uh, this has been a great year under the leadership of our Chairwoman Jackie Robinson-Ivy and the, and the Board of Governors. So welcome back to City Club in 2024, and please enjoy the holidays in the meantime. Thank you, Commissioner Reed, and thanks all of you. Thank you.